In the age of big corporations, there's something really special about a family business. That's especially true of real estate, where family ties and business often come with a strong connection to the community. And that's certainly true for Tamara and Shannon Stone. 20 years ago, Tamara decided to follow in her parents' footsteps, entering the real estate business in her hometown of Kelowna, British Columbia. Shannon joined her in 2005, and together they built the Stone Sisters, one of the most successful real estate teams in their market. Today, the Stone Sisters are the leading producers at Remax Kelowna and consistently rank in the top 100 agents for Remax in Western Canada. In this interview, Tamara and Shannon explain how new realtors can leverage experienced colleagues to get their business off the ground and discuss why a money mindset is often a red flag when it comes to recruiting agents to join their team. This is Dale Chumbly with Real Living the Real Estate Group from Vancouver, Washington. This is Alyssa Hellman of Better Homes and Gardens Go Realty. I'm Shannon Stone. And I'm Tamara Stone. We're the Stone Sisters here in uh, Remax in Kelowna, BC. And you're listening to the Marketing Genius Podcast. Welcome to the Marketing Genius Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes with the most brilliant real estate professionals and brands to uncover the latest digital marketing tools and tricks for your online arsenal. Now here are your hosts, Seth Price and Matt Barbet. Thank you so much for chatting with me. I'm super excited about this. Um, so I really wanted to start out, one, I think most folks, tell me a little bit about Kelowna. One, because a lot of folks don't know about the market. What's it like there? Oh, it's, I mean, it's, aside from real estate, this is a Four Seasons playground. It is an amazing place to live, a great place to come and visit. Um, and our real estate market is, is very strong. We're known as Canada's Hawaii. It's it's warm. We're we're semi-arid, so it's almost a desert, and and warm temperatures certainly as far as Canada is concerned. And it, we draw. We get a lot of people that move here, certainly from all across our country, and uh, we do get some people from the United States, and we're seeing a lot of Europeans and Chinese investors come here as well. So, Geographically, we're about four hours away from Vancouver. Okay, east got it. Of Vancouver. And does it just so I know does it does it get really cold there at any time of the year? It gets a bit of cold, like maybe minus five for a day or two in the winter. Yeah. No, we're Celsius. So yes, I don't sorry. know what that is in American. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to do the translation. That's okay. Um, yeah. I think, it, it will freeze. We'll get a little bit of snow for a couple of weeks, maybe. Oh. Yeah. But generally speaking, it's pretty warm. So I think the thing that drew me to you guys, um, one is you're amazingly clear about how and why you formulated your team and how you've scaled it. And I think, you know, you guys have been the top real estate team in your community for the last few years. I'm curious to, you know, to hear from you, like, how did that come about? Like, how did you decide that you were going to form a team as opposed to just, you know, working under someone else's aegis? I think really our vision was to be a team from the very beginning. Um, Tamara's been licensed for longer than I have. Tamara's been licensed for 21 years. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I started when I was four, for the record. Awesome. I think you were five, but it's okay. (laughs) 
And uh, and I, I got into the business about 11 years ago, almost 12 years ago. Okay. And so once I joined into the business, we formed a partnership right from the beginning. So right away, we were a team, just the two of us then. And I think our vision was always to grow it and to, you know, have that work-life balance. That was sort of our vision. Mm-hmm. And I mean, mm-hmm. one of the things that you literally you spark right there is working with a family member like how is that because not everyone can work with their sister or you know brother yeah tell me about that it's amazing well and we're really fortunate because when we started as shannon said i had been in in the business for over 10 years was pretty Mm -hmm. set in my ways and you know shannon decided to to join up and we weren't sure at first if we would be partners forever we you know she joined up and we said okay let's you know i'll train you know train shannon for the first six months and and we thought we'd see how it worked and we weren't sure if we would continue to work you know as as full partners or if we would both sort of work under our own businesses and we'd actually even set up to to have a mediator in the event that we had any issues or problems we didn't you know we didn't want it to to affect our family we're very tight family we have another sister and and our mom and dad in town and it was really important to to all of us that that we protected that good relationship mm-hmm. and we've never had a single issue in working together for 12 years mm-hmm. we haven't had a single, single big dispute yeah. yeah it is we're so lucky we trust each other i mean there are times that you know, we'll often say that I'm, you know, Tamara is the gas and Shannon's the brakes mm-hmm. or vice versa. You know, we can tell if one of us has annoyed the other one because one of us will raise our eyebrows at the other. Yeah. And, that, and that's it. And then it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, you know, we're, we're fortunate. I think being family members, we come from the same stock. We yeah. both yes. really want to work hard. We, we have the same goal in in our work life balance. So you know it that that's a lot easier for us than as far as having somebody that joins in that doesn't have that same philosophy mm-hmm. so before we start talking about teams and why you know what their advantage is i'm curious about what advice you'd have for folks that are thinking about choosing someone to work with choosing someone as a partner what advice would you give to folks i would say choose carefully hire slowly fire fast <laughs> but be be careful of who you are make sure that it's a good fit yeah mm-hmm. i think make sure your your goals are are in alignment make sure your value system is the same you don't need to join up with somebody who's just like you um, yes that's shannon, a really good point shannon and i are actually quite different our, our personalities are very different but i think we complement each other really well mm-hmm and and so it's you know but at the root of it all we have the same work ethic we both have the same goal lifestyle wise and and values and i think that's important if whoever you're bringing onto your team to ensure that they do have those same values they're going to work just as hard as you you are yeah. i think is is you know is the key got it so let's talk a little bit about teams like what in your perspective since you've been in the business for a while what's What's the advantage of working as a team as to going out and opening your own brokerage or just working for someone else? Again, I think it's that work-life balance. And I think truly part of the reason why I think we do this is also so that we can have you're you're helping people you're guiding people and and we take great reward out of that of being able to you know help some of these other agents that might be new or they might just you know need a little bit of guidance and it's so 
I guess it's the word I'm looking for. It's, it's gratifying. Yeah. It is to see them grow. I, and I think that's, that's so rewarding for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, we've also got great synergy between us. I mean, we're, you know, we've grown tremendously. Um, our team all together now, we've got 11, um, 11 people working together. We have nine agents, um, nine licensees and two unlicensed administrators. And there's very good synergy between us. You know, there's a lot of business that we're doing all together. And and really there is a sense of family amongst all of us. Mm-hmm. I also, this is purely an aside, I love your branding. I mean, and the branding, <laughs> not just like the, the logo and the fact that you're called the Stone Sisters, but the fact that in your imagery and when I met you in person, you guys were all wearing white. I just thought that that was so memorable. Like, tell me about the thought process of how you came to do that, because it's it's certainly very impactful. Thank you. We we want to be known as being very professional, um, yeah. being being women, um, you know, wanting to stand out a little differently, but but stand out in a in a classy and professional way. Um, you know, in in our town. A lot of people, a lot of realtors don't wear business suits, don't really dress the part. And yet you're dealing with what's likely the largest investment in somebody's life. Yeah. So, you know, we like to be very professional. It's it's clean. It's modern. It's yeah. And it does stand out when we're at conferences or, or what have you. Yeah. To the point where if other people are wearing white suits now, there was another another woman at that recent conference that we met you at, Seth, and she, she was wearing all white. And people kept coming up to her going, you look like you're one of the Stone Sisters. Well, that, that's when <laughs> you know that branding. Yeah, that's when you know that branding has worked, right? Is when yes. the assumption is, is that something else is part of you. Um, I think that's really brilliant. Yes. So let's let's talk about teams. You guys um, clearly have something that works. What's what did you look for in the first person that you added to the team? Like, why did you hire them? How did you choose them? And what were they supposed to do? Uh, We wanted somebody that had experience, experience in the industry. Mm um, so we, that's really the number one thing that we were looking for, as well as also being trustworthy, having integrity. Mm-hmm. And really high energy. We, we did want somebody who, who wasn't afraid to get her hands dirty, get out there and work really, really hard like Shannon and I do. Mm-hmm. So so high energy was, mm-hmm. was a big one as well. And what, what role was this for? Our, actually, the first gal that we had on the team, she was started in admin. And okay. then worked into being a licensed realtor. She had experience being a licensed realtor previously, yep. and then came back in and became a licensed realtor with us again. Yeah, and she's she's our she's our strongest member on the team. <laughs> she's awesome. she's just turned out to be absolutely phenomenal. We think of we think of her as our adopted sister, truly. So a good lesson that we learned, Seth, was yeah. was not to hire somebody who wasn't experienced. And I think that's an important bit of advice for people looking looking at starting a team or having members come in um, and, and we've, we've tried it. I mean, it's always trial and error, but we found we are on a split with everybody. And if you bring somebody on board who hasn't been a realtor before, I don't think they understand how hard it is to make that phone ring, how hard it is to generate those leads in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll have some success with you. And then after it takes about six months, and after about six months, they start to sort of resent that split. Yes. And think, oh, maybe I could do this on my own. Yeah. Just not realizing how hard it is to, to yeah, get it, that lead. It's almost like that first And job. another thing, too, that we've also learned through the years is 
Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Um, we've also learned through the years that just because somebody comes with a large database, whether it be from another industry or, or what have you, doesn't mean that necessarily those leads will, will turn into buyers for them or leads for them in the industry. Yeah. So you've got this first person. What sort of, you know, if you were advising me and I was like, hey, guys, I want to start a team. I found what I think is an ideal partner. What are some of the pitfalls that I should avoid if I want to go start my own team? Um, I think something that we've started to sort of look for in the interview process, if somebody's all is worried a lot or focusing a lot on what the percentage is going to be, if they're quite, and this is just for, for ourselves, but if they're quite interested in looking more at the splits and, and how much they're going to make, it's not a team member for us. Yeah. Yeah. If, if their number one priority and focus is how much they're going to make and the dollar and that's, that's their whole whole goal, we don't find that that works as well as somebody who's looking for, you know, that's going to put their heart into it, um, but will be a balance for the whole, for the team. Mm-hmm. And is that, you know, have you had some, I'll call them failures in hiring that sort of led you to that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> you both jumped have. in on that yeah. one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, we certainly have. I mean, we, we had one agent who joined up with us, had tremendous success, um, sold 24 properties in a period of about, about six months, seven months it was, mm-hmm. all leads that were given from us to the team member. Then the grumbling sort of started about how it wasn't fair. Our, our split is 50-50. And the team member was thinking that wasn't quite fair. and Maybe they should be getting a little bit more. Um, given that they were doing the work yeah, and it just didn't work. It was just that that team member actually became quite toxic to the, the whole environment of, of the rest of the team mm-hmm. and, and let them go where they soon realized after a few months that maybe it wasn't such a bad thing being on a split and, and getting, you know, a day off here and there and getting the expenses paid for. And, and having leads, you know, scrubbed clean, ready to go leads sort of given to them. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a very good learning lesson for us. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about marketing. Um, what do you guys do? What's your, would you would say your bread and butter for generating leads? I would say the internet was, we focus strongly in social media and online and the internet. And because we're, we're fortunate, we're living in a city where we get a lot of people moving here and that helps as well because we you know internet traffic is strong people searching from other cities of looking to buy real estate here yeah and our goal is to capture those those leads another thing we do that really helps us we're, we're strong listers okay and and we do a lot of marketing um, promoting our listings that we have here to the out-of-town market yeah and that's that's not done by a lot of the agents here in Kelowna mm-hmm. and and therefore that gives us gives us quite an advantage in a listing presentation. Yeah, so tell Absolutely. me, tell me one, so that all makes sense to me. How do you market your listing to out-of-town buyers? We do a postcard campaign, and we've been doing this for a long time, probably eight or nine years now, yeah. where we do a postcard campaign that goes out to affluent neighborhoods in cities where we are attracting buyers from, and uh, it goes right to their doorstep and it, it, we promote our listings on there, but we also talk about reasons of why to buy in Kelowna, why to invest here, um, our infrastructure and, and some of those things that people might not know, what our cap rate is, what our vacancy rate is. Um, and then we've taken it a step further and we've actually started doing little mini Stone Sisters road shows, I guess you'd call them, where we bring information on our listings and information about Kelowna and go right to that city or rent out a boardroom and invite the general public to come and learn about the Okanagan. 
Oh, that's we use Google Analytics. Yeah. So from our website, we, we do really track and watch where our visitors are coming from, where we find a lot of our referrals are coming from, and that's where we're focusing our marketing dollars and, and you know, directly trying to, to promote our properties to those people. And we find it's twofold because it helps us get listings here in Kelowna because people want their home to be showcased, not just locally, but, but you know, nationally. Yeah. And, and then it helps us pick up buyers in, in the other. In the other markets. Right. Yeah. So how do you get the, <laughs> this is like a really simple or maybe a dumb question, but okay, let's say, so I'm in the Northeast of the United States and I'm in this city called Providence, Rhode Island. And I go, great. I've got so many people moving from Boston and from Connecticut. How do I find the addresses that are the right addresses to send my postcards to? Takes a bit of research. I mean, what we do is we contact an agent that we know in that area and we have conversations with them to try to decide where the best neighborhoods are, what's, you know, the most affluent neighborhoods where they may be selling properties and moving here yep. and uh, and then go after those those houses and those neighborhoods. Pretty simple. So we'll, we'll then do farming in those in those neighborhoods. So I in, in it. Canada, it's unaddressed yeah, well, I think mm-hmm. it's a it's a brilliant idea, especially when you know if you know that a large portion of the inventory is being purchased by out of town buyers, it makes complete sense. So let's talk about yeah. um, social. What do you guys do there? <sighs> We're active um, on social media. That's what you're referring to by social. Yeah, like you know, do you use Facebook? Do you use Twitter? In uh, you know, Pinterest or Instagram yeah. or Snapchat? What's your What's your special sauce? All of it. Everything. (laughs) We're on all of it. Yeah. Um, And I think there's always room for improvement. I think we could do it more. It's it's so ever changing. Is there one that you like more than another? Facebook. Facebook. For sure. You know, targeted ads on Facebook have been really effective for us. And it's also good as well to gain that referral network as well with the other realtors. Yeah. What we like about what we like about Facebook is that you can intersperse some of who we actually are as, you know, women and mothers and people who, you know, I like to run or do triathlons or what have you. And Shannon's busy with her young sons and skiing and, you know, it shows that we're actually real people. Plus we, we then promote our listings and, and, you know, celebrate our successes with property sold or awards we've won or what have you. And it, it gives people a real sense of who we are rather than just being a, a face out there. Yeah. And does one of you own that and the other, or is this a joint effort on social? Joint effort. We both have our own. Yeah. We both have our own profiles on Facebook yep. where we both post listings and, and information about, you know, what we're up to and, and that sort of thing. And then as far as Instagram and all the other social media, we have a stone sisters account. So Twitter, LinkedIn, yeah, all the rest of them. So I want to ask a question that is addressed for new agents. So let's say, you know, someone was starting out in the business today and they came to you and they said, you know, what are the top three things I should do to get my business off the ground from a marketing and branding perspective? What would you say? Customized open house signs 
um, get, you know, because when you're brand new, you don't have any listings, generally speaking. Yeah. And and so if you personalize open house signs and find out who's really busy in the office that you've joined and and offer to be their gopher, offer to host, you know, their new listings, hold them open, um, do some running around for them. I think busy agents often have, you know, extra business balls that are perhaps getting dropped or what have you. And and you can start, you know, if you if you can go and do an open house for for, a, you know, an established agent in a busy area, put up your own open house signs with your name on it. And really, real estate is a is a relationship building business. So yeah. anytime you can get out and be educated and, and share that education and that knowledge with the public, you're building trust and, and we'll start to build relationships. Yeah. And I think, I mean, just to add on to that, I think with everything, when you're starting new, you want to be visible. So whether that's depending on what is visible in your market, if you're wanting to really go after the social media, then make sure that you're very visible in social media and make sure everything is consistent. So every ad you run, everything that you do as far as social media is consistent with then of who you are. Um, and then again, with doing open houses, being consistent with that and being very well educated. That's awesome. I love what you guys are doing. I was so impressed when I met you and I listened to you guys talk. Um, keep up the great work. Thank you so much for sharing. Where can folks find out more about the Stone Sisters? Um, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> on, our, our, uh, on our website. So www.stonesisters.com. Awesome. I really appreciate your time. I hope to see you again soon. You as well. Thank you. Thanks so much, Seth. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Genius Podcast. If you like what you've heard, be sure to write us a review on the iTunes store. For our full episode archive and access to exclusive bonus content, visit us online at playster.com slash podcast. If you have feedback about Marketing Genius or want to suggest topics and guests for future shows, drop us a line at podcast at playster.com. Don't settle for mediocre marketing. Become a marketing genius and start growing your real estate business online. The Marketing Genius Podcast is brought to you by Playster, the digital marketing platform for real estate professionals, brands, and organizations of all kinds. With beautiful websites, lead management tools, marketing automation, and an academy featuring the latest tools and tips, Playster offers real estate professionals everything they need to succeed online. Learn more at Playster.com.